Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. I thought we were outstanding. I thought we played with a lot of maturity, a lot of control. Uh, made seven changes tonight, but you wouldn't think so. Over the course of the six games, without a doubt, we deserve 14 points, if not more, and we deserve to be top dogs. I'm delighted. It was a great performance. You know, there's a long way to go in the season. A lot of work to be done, but it's not beyond us at all. So we're very, very uh, determined to turn things around very quickly for everyone involved with the club. The Blue Radio Football Show. With Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Rob McLean. With OPC Energy Limited. Giving the call to winter nights a red card. Call 0808 17 17 700. Let's go! Yeah, good evening. It's Friday when Rangers and Celtic both won in Europe in the past 24 hours. Stephen Gerrard's side topping the section and now 26 games unbeaten. 2 0 last night against Lech Poznan in Poland. David Turnbull, probably the star for Celtic last night as he got his first de- his debut in Europe and their first win in Europe this season, beating Lille 3-2 at Celtic Park. This weekend, Celtic have Kilmarnock in the East End. The league leaders, Rangers, go to Tanadice. Barry Ferguson, it's a while since we've had both sides of the old firm winning in Europe. Yeah, great, great for the coefficient. Um, and in terms of Rangers last night, they go away to, to Poland, which is always a difficult place to go. Again, the manager makes um, seven changes, but it doesn't affect the way that Rangers play. And I thought after um, the the first chance that Lake Poznan had, 14 minutes, the guy missed the header. After that, once Rangers scored, they controlled the game. So another fantastic performance from Rangers um, in Europe. And Celtic, they, they got back to winning ways, as we've been saying for a number of weeks. It's something that's needed to happen. So hopefully, I'm, I'm sure Neil Lennon will hope that will give them confidence for the game in, in Sunday against Kilmarnock. Barry's been saying for weeks the wounded animal will come back. Yeah. Are Celtic, is this the turning point for them, Robert? Is it too early to say? No, I think it could well be. Uh, Neil Lennon desperately hopes it is. Of course, that's a result last night that Celtic, on top of their form, would have been pleased with. So to pull off a result like that against a top team like Lille... Uh, where Celtic have been at in recent weeks is remarkable and it could kickstart their season and where were Sorrow and Turnbull for so many weeks that's what everyone's saying um, they both did really well and, yeah, they, and Keeper Hazard as well yeah, yeah. I've seen the highlights and certainly the, the, the two players that you just mentioned there Paul Sorrow and, and certainly Turnbull um, we've, we've all been um, saying where, where's they been obviously had the Covid situation after the under 21 um, scenario but he showed his real quality he showed why Celtic went and paid £3 million for him and um, for his first European game I thought he was fantastic and he topped it off with a, a great finish wonder what the fans will be saying tonight Rob 0808 17 17 700 or you can contact us on the socials at Go Football Show or text us Go 
plus your message to 87474 and you are up against Barry tonight because somebody yeah. in the next hour is going to be going to Mar Hall and uh, yeah. so you're looking forward to that? Yeah, yeah. and Barry's promised to let me win so yeah. thanks a lot for that appreciate it <laughs> Not listen, he gave yeah. me a bit of steak on Wednesday yeah. when I get beat so, oh, um, That's I'm, been locked away isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm fired up I'm okay. fired up for the night Sai's going to be fit and well and back with us on Monday and we look forward to him coming What about this weekend for you Barry? Uh, you've got a busy week coming up football wise for Kelty Hearts tomorrow home game yeah we've got a home game we've got another three games um, next week which uh, it's just the way as we obviously are starting a bit later it's, it's just the way the, the games have um, happened yep. but listen I, I think if you ask any player they would rather just play games of football rather than train Will we hear from the managers? Will we hear from Neil Lennon speaking about uh, football itself rather than all the other things, Rob? We'll give Let's, him a chance. Yeah. yeah, and about the Euro campaign. Yeah. Well, we do want to speak to him about it. It was a great way to end the campaign. It's been a disappointing campaign from our point of view because we felt we could have done more in the group. Um, we've taken four points off Lille, who are flying. Um, and I think some of our... Performances merited better results, and that's been the case with domestic games as well. So there's a long way to go in the season, but we have to, you know, use this now as a, a catalyst to find, you know, a real consistency of wins now. And what about David Turnbull? It takes a bit of time to bed in and get used to the style and the, the training methods that we have with the, the other players. And then obviously he had a month out with the COVID. You know, he was with the international team for two weeks, and then he had the, you know, two weeks quarantine and then the ECG results protocols all after that so I was really pleased with his contribution on Sunday you know it was really positive and you know he's come in and had a, a very very good game tonight as well so yeah we're all delighted for him and uh, hopefully that's first goal of many There's been a lot of head scratching about David Turnbull hasn't there I mean I, I understand why he hasn't been playing during the the, under, the aftermath of the under 21 situation and, and the coronavirus and self-isolation and all the rest of it but he's been there a long time and, and it's just been little cameo appearances here and there then you see the way he performed last night mm -hmm. and you just think could he not have featured a bit more before now anyway he's there uh, he was he was fantastic and uh, Ismail uh, Soro, uh, the the 22 year old midfielder, he was he was signed at the same time as Patrick Klamala. That was back in January. So again, he's barely featured as well. He's Ivorian. Um, he reminded me a little bit of Angolo Conte, um, the Chelsea midfielder, um, in that he just seems to be in the right place at the right time to break things up and get things moving. He was really energetic. I, I really like the look of him as well. Yeah, he's um, he's one of. Uh, if I'm being honest with you, Rob, I've, I've not seen too much of, um, but certainly last night, um, he's certainly impressed. And do you know what? The, the two performances, both of Sorrow and Turnbull, it's, it's given Neil Lennon food for thought now. Yeah, well, um, will they play? I mean, will they play on, on Sunday? Well, will they start? And the evidence of their performance last night, I think it would be hard to drop them. Um, certainly Turnbull, you're right in saying that, Rob. It's been a lot of chat amongst the Celtic fans after spending £3 million. Pound. We, we all know what fantastic ability the young guy's got. Just want to see him given the chance and listen, it's difficult to play in European football. Um, believe me when I say that, but I thought last night he ran the show and as I said, he, he topped it off with a, a fantastic finish. And also Christopher Ayer, does it prove that he is the right back? Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, listen, it's, it proves that 
He can play there, yeah. you know what I mean? But I think if you ask Ayari, he'll want to play centre-back. But I believe that he started off as a central midfielder mm-hmm. and he made his way back into centre-back. But listen, it's it's a performance that Neil, uh, Neil Lennon's been needing. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. And again, it's shown that guys that have probably been out of the, the team, yeah. um, it's given them a chance to go and prove that they can play in that Celtic team. And as I said... Neil will have big decisions to make in, in Sunday. Well, there, there was a question screaming out to me last night and it was, has he been too loyal mm-hmm. for too long to, to those players? I mean, we, we've had the conversation so many times in the studio, it's a winning machine, those, those players have won stuff, you know, it's going to come good, it's going to come good, uh, but it hasn't come good until he's actually freshened up the team. So, so it does raise that question, doesn't it, about whether maybe Neil Lennon has been too loyal to some players who've been there a long time. Yeah, but you can understand that, Rob, with, with yeah. the amount of trophies yeah. and the way that they've played. But when they've went on this this bad run, um, a lot of people were calling to, to give people the chance. And now, you, you seen last night, he, he did make a number of changes that we just spoke about, Sorrow and Turnbull, but Connor Hazard, the goalkeeper uh, as you, well. And Ewan Henderson, who came on and made an impact yeah. as well. Yep, I, so, know, I know we've got a caller coming on, but I mean, yep. yeah, we'll, we'll maybe talk a little bit more about that we later will. on. Yep. And we'll also speak about Rangers. Seven changes, and they did so well last night, and Stephen Gerrard was paying tribute to the man who got the first goal. He's in a good place, being an absolute pleasure to work with. He's working his socks off. I think he earned the opposite, uh, the opportunity tonight and he's took it with both hands. His performance epitomised what we were about as a team tonight, which was aggressive and controlled out of possession. The amount of regains and the amount of running he'd done for the team was fantastic. I thought he thoroughly deserved his goal and I hope that he gets man of the match because it certainly be deserved. Was Cedric Hitton man of the match for you, Barry? He, played, he took the goal brilliantly. I've been waiting for this performance. Yeah. Um, the managers went and spent a, a, a few million pound on him um, I've not seen too much of him he started a couple of games he's not really impressed but I thought last night once he scored that goal I thought he was outstanding and yeah. now he's given again the manager something to think about Morelos yeah. been left out mm-hmm. Atten's now shown that listen I'm here and I want to play I just think those are two really interesting team selections, aren't they, for Sunday, both Rangers and Celtic. Will Neil Lennon stick with that freshened upside that did so well last night? Will uh, Steven Gerrard uh, keep the likes of Cedric Eaton in the team just because his performance was, was so good? Or does Morelos come back because maybe that was always the plan? Rangers fans, what do you think? 0808 17 17 700. You can speak to Rob McLean, Barry Ferguson and me, Paul Cooney on the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. First caller tonight is Hugh. I'm Motherwell fan on the line and uh, good evening Hugh Good evening guys how are we this evening? Hi yeah, Hugh We're good thanks you'll, you'll have mixed feelings uh, hearing uh, David Turnbull but you'll be not be, be surprised he played so well last night uh, Well I've been saying this for I don't know how long that why he's not yeah. in the team now if that's an unfit David Turnbull <laughs> can you imagine what a fit David Turnbull's going to be like yeah. and that, that was my, my main point I mean I've known obviously what, how good he is Yep um, and it was just really obviously speak about Rangers last night. I know they made the seven changes. I really only class the one change of young boy passing right back because the rest of my really first teamers. But great to see, great to see them still good on. It's like a machine, a well-oiled machine, just keep churning out results. Results. Good to see Celtic for the coefficient as well. But mainly for Turnbull, uh, I think the young boy, I think Turnbull last night dominated that midfield. You see his movement. Always on the move, getting the ball in midfield and taking his goal well. No surprise to me how well he's going to do it. And if he doesn't start on Sunday, I think Celtic fans really need to start asking questions. Why not? I've got to agree with you. I mean, yeah. I don't know how many times I need to say on the, on the show, but 
what I think about the boy Turnbull. I've seen him plenty of times before. Sadly, the, the, the first move to Celtic didn't happen. He had to go and get his operation. Then he came back into the Muddle team and, and he done his bit, got his, his game time and, and sold it. I wasn't surprised that Celtic came back in uh, £3 million. And I've said that, listen, I think he's a, a ready made replacement. Um, for Scott Brown to go into that midfield and, and be a, a Celtic player for the next 10 or 15 years um, you, you seen it last night European football as I say it's difficult it's a, diffi- it's a different game domestically um, so last night he showed his quality and a lot of Celtic fans that I've bumped into have, all, have been asking the question why has he not been given the chance now they've, they've seen what a proper player they've got in their hands now I, I think you could add to the, the battle for midfield places in that Scotland squad for next summer as well Hugh I mean that, that's an area in which we're, we're very well served and the likes of Billy Gilmore uh, has been knocking on the door in, in recent times because he's back playing again for Chelsea uh, Ryan Gold is doing really well in Portugal so, so the, these are guys that, that could add to the choice and I mean David Turnbull if he can now get in the team and stay in the team for Celtic and produce like he produced last night I mean Stevie Clark will be watching him very closely and of course he's part of the Scotland under 21 setup. so so he is just really that one step away like Ross McCrory from, from being promoted up Hugh is he ready to step up? Well I, I think there's a, a as you say we're, we're well adversed in, in midfield sure. if you go and look at it if you go and look at even under 21 squad it's like you've got Lewis Ferguson mm-hmm. you've got Ross McCrory, McCrory you've got Alan Campbell who yeah. are, I think is the Mullow's biggest loss instead of Turnbull yeah. that, that's how highly I rate Campbell as well then you've got Turnbull come in that equation so look how good the under 21s are going to yeah. be yep. me personally me personally as a fan we should have done what Germany and France done and just take everything right back start the young boys and just bleed them all the way through that's how I would have seen it mm-hmm. but years ago instead of sticking by it and again it's no surprise to me how well Turnbull's going to do it will set that team in fire and what about Patterson? Because you also mentioned here you were uh, paying tribute to him. Rob, you were commentating last yeah. night. He did well. Yeah, yeah he, did, he did really well. And I mean, you couldn't actually have bigger boots to fill at the moment than those of James Tavernier. Yeah. So it, it, it speaks volumes for him. That was that was his first start of the season. It was only his second ever start for Rangers. He played against Stranraer in the Scottish Cup for them. Uh, but it was interesting to hear uh, Stephen Gerrard speaking about him afterwards. Uh, he, he, he said, as long as, long as I'm around, uh, he's going to be around in my first team plans as well. I mean, what a tribute that is uh, to a 19 year old yep so when you're at Nathan's age it's about daily routine of training you know he's up against the likes of Ryan Kent Brandon Barker Jordan Jones on a daily basis who've got speed and quality he's up against the Rebos Hadjis so his development is really important he's got a bright future Tav's at an age where eventually at some point Nathan will take over that position great to have two two really good right backs to, to pick from it just shows you how much he rates him um, and one thing about that game last night for young Nathan Patterson it, it's going to be great for his development as Rob just said there he's had one previous game against Ra, and for the manager to trust you to put you in in a, a, a Europa League game um, and when you're still going to try to top that group it shows you how much trust he's got in the, the young kid and as I said he's got big big um, shoes to fill in, sure, in Tavernier yeah. but as the manager said in time I think he's a, a ready made replacement for him how, how must that make you feel when you hear Stephen Gerrard speaking about you in, in, the, in those glowing yep. terms that um, I mean he's barely played in the first team but obviously Stephen Gerrard has seen so much of him in training that he, he knows for sure that you know given a decent chance given normal development he, he's going to be a top player Hugh what about your own mother this weekend and I know you mentioned Alan Campbell I think he's fit and back for the match with St Mirren yeah, 
it's funny enough, I was actually talking to Callie before, and we, did, did, we actually wished each other best of luck for tomorrow, but we hope you don't win. So <laughs> that's actually quite funny. Um, I, I do agree with you, obviously, what Barry was saying about the pass, and it's great to see that a manager has actually backed him to see that. I mean, that must be a right boost of confidence for him. And it's great that, obviously, the young boys get his chance. You've got to take it out to Stephen Gerrard. There's not a lot of managers they would say, in you go, son, yeah. Oh. I've only seen it a couple of times, obviously, when they've been playing against Murrow, and it's looked really good. I'm really, obviously, excited for the young boy as well. Great, Hugh. Thanks very much for that call. Paul's been on a Rangers fan on the socials saying, amazing. Stephen Gerrard rested a few of our best players and had academy players on and uh, it worked last night. And as you said, Barry, it, it, it's a different level. Playing in European football is difficult. Yep, I think if you ask any professional who, who has played in um, European football, it, it is a different ball game. Um, so it's great to see it's about time we've seen some of this production for the you set up getting into the, the first team at Rangers um, and it's great to see the young kid I, I love seeing it I was a product of a youth yep. policy myself and there's nothing better than seeing a young kid come through the system and and um, get in that first team because it is going to be hard let, let's be honest having mm. years I mean he's playing yeah, he's, only he's, twi- he's only 29 so I mean he, he's going to play for, yeah, potentially for another five years the way he looks after himself Rob and he's playing some of the best football he's ever played Tavernier if not the best so it's going to be a tough one I could maybe see if he's not going to get in the, he maybe loan him out to give him that bit of experience but listen yeah. he's, he's a, a Rangers player for the future Interesting today Rob that uh, the manager was speaking about Glenn Kamara and his contract which we've been talking about for weeks here uh, Glenn has been absolutely sensational since he's come in. Come in. It's not just about what you've got left on your contract. It's about what you deserve. It's about protecting yourself from from the future. What could possibly happen? Glenn's happy. He's enjoying his football. He loves it here. He's worked ever so hard. So for me, it's the right thing to do. I'd like to see him rewarded for that work that he's put in. It's such a big part of football, isn't it? Projecting ahead and, and seeing what's coming and making sure that you get the players you want tied up on, on longer contracts. And, and he's one um, who, I, I don't I haven't a clue what wage he's on, but I mean, he would he would deserve a pay rise, that's for sure. And Rangers would love to hold on to him because they don't want to have seen him uh, flourish uh, with them and then and then lose him, then have him move on because he is such a, a top player. He is so comfortable in that midfield barrier against the best of opponents. In terms of the wage structure, Rob, I would imagine he's one of the, the lower paid mm. players, obviously, we're coming from Dundee and getting them for £50,000, <laughs> £50, <laughs> what, what a snap, yeah. but something, he just strolls through games, um, Kamara, and I'm not surprised that the manager will be desperate, because I'm telling you, the way he's playing, there'll be clubs down in that yeah. Premier League, no doubt in my mind, be watching him closely, so it's important that Rangers get him tied up quickly because he's a big, big player for Rangers. So it's all uh, winding up nicely for the weekend. On Sunday, Dundee United against Rangers, the 12 o'clock match on Sky. Rangers currently 13 points clear of Celtic, so Celtic could be 16 points behind when they play Kilmarnock at 3 o'clock, but maybe a different atmosphere there in the dressing room. I wonder if the protest still goes ahead. I know the club yesterday, Rob, mm. issued a statement saying, you know, please let's not have uh, protests outside uh, given the COVID situation. But that's on Sunday. On Saturday, Aberdeen against Ross County. Hamilton Hibernian, Motherwell against St Mirren. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Well, I think we've beaten a very good team tonight, and um, yeah, we played well. We played with real vigour and real good attitude towards the game, and good work ethic, and um, you know, no lack of quality as well. So we're all very, very pleased with you know good night's work.
I think our progress, how quickly we're moving forward is, is clear to see, certainly from a, from a European point of view. There was a lot of changes that needed making. To be at this level now and competing, beating teams, this level shows you know, the big steps that we took as a group. The challenge for us now is can we can keep building on it? You know, we, we're looking forward to the draw on Monday. We'll need a bit of luck, of course we will. You know, when Europe comes around again in February time, we'll hopefully have a fit, fit squad. If we do, um, we'll be a challenge for, for whoever we face. So good night for Rangers and for Celtic and Rob, yeah, the coefficient is big and there's a chance for the champions, whoever they are, to go straight into Champions League proper. Yeah, I think that would be the season after next. I think uh, I think that's right. And I think Scotland currently are grappling with the Ukraine. Shakhtar Donetsk yep. have made it to the last 32 of the Europa League and, and that's the fly in the ointment as far as Scotland are concerned. Um, but there's still an opportunity for that uh, straightforward route into the group stages of the Champions League um, in, a, in a year or so's time, which would be fantastic. And on Monday, Barry, we'll have the draw for the last 32 and it's, uh, it's going to be great to see. It is, and Rangers are seeded as well, and the, the 16 teams, I actually had a look, Rangers will be quietly confident with yeah. the 16 teams that they can they can draw against. Um, so listen, things are looking great. I, I just think the level of consistency from this Rangers team this season, that's 26 games unbeaten, it's, it's unbelievable. If you'd said to me last season, this is the start that we're going to have to the season in terms of domestically, and then in the European scene, in terms of the manager, the, yeah. the manager's um, record... In Europe is fantastic, um, but listen, they, they'll fancy themselves whoever they get drawn against. But the most important thing is, uh, at the start it was qualifying for this group, but to actually go and win the group, it's a fantastic achievement. Rob, the manager's reputation—he's one of the best players we've yeah. seen. Uh, he's so well known worldwide in football. But now as a manager, people mm. must be looking to say that you know Stephen Gerrard is getting a, quite a reputation for the performance in Europe. Yeah, I mean he's accumulating an amazing record in Europe. I mean that was that's forty-one European ties now. They've lost only five in his time in charge 22 wins 14 draws and I think when you when you go into that draw on Monday as Barry says Rangers are, are seeded um, I don't think Rangers are fearing anything about that draw at all and I think lots of teams won't want to get Rangers looking at the form they're in I, I, I fancy Rangers at the moment up against just about anybody in European football to, to give them a game Yep, certainly the form that they're in, a lot of people are, are taking notice of that, there's no doubt about it. And as you said, Rob, looking at the, the teams that they can get drawn against, Rangers will be um, confident that they can get through into the the last 16. Um, so look, look, they're in a good place, just keep level-headed, um, but the form they're in is fantastic. Is that still the line? Yes, it's still, <laughs> it's still the line. Look, I'm a big believer, I was listening to Davey and Chris Burt last night mm-hmm. and they're like me I, I don't think it's over mm. domestically There's, I still count it as seven points uh, the difference um, Celtic have still got two games but listen the, the form that are in whoever they play against I think they go into every game confident that they can get that vital win I mean I, I mean, you asked me last night Paul uh, what do you think when I when I when, when I broke the team news at the top of the show last night seven changes and I thought I can't see Rangers losing but I'm not sure they can, they can win this with, with seven changes and all those key players out, out of the team um, uh, of course they did he, here's, a, here's a Rangers team that didn't start last night yeah, Mc, go on. McGregor, yeah. McGregor in goals Tavernier Edmondson Helander and Bassey yeah. Jack and Davis and Barker Roof Kent Morellis <laughs> They didn't start last night. Well, it's a decent second eleven. <laughs> um, but look, that, that's the beauty of this Rangers squad that the manager can go make seven changes. And the seven players that he, he left out, there's seven to me certain starters. Yeah, they're, they're so important to the way that Rangers play. So 
The good thing is the manager when he goes and makes these changes, he trusts the players that is going to come in. And that's a big thing as a player. And a, a lot of the, the, the players, and the biggest one for me last night was Itton. I don't think I've seen enough of him for yep. the money that Rangers spent. But he's certainly, he's came to the party now. He's came and showed the manager that, listen, I'm here. I want to start games. And now Morelos will be sitting at the sidelines thinking that he'll need to up his form. A few people asking on socials about Kamara and about the contract. So we heard Stephen Gerrard speak about the contract and also about the speculation about his future. It's only natural when you're performing well domestically, when you're putting in performance like last night consistently. It's only uh, normal that you know there's a lot of people looking in and there is a lot of noise uh, around Glenn. He's not the only one. At the European level, if you're performing well at that level, from my experiences, we're watching and looking in and we need to protect ourselves from that. Some player, isn't he? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he is. I mean, that's what happens when, when a team is going well yep. as re- the shape Rangers are in at the moment. Yep. Everyone else starts looking at, at the players. I mean, you could you could go through about six, seven, eight of those players who would be naturally targets for, for some big clubs down south at the moment. But Rangers want to keep them together. Um, and just going back to the, the, the seven changes and everything remains the same. I just think that that I think I think Rangers can go a whole lot further. Can they go through the whole season unbeaten? I wouldn't rule it out. Mm-hmm. And and right at the moment, I can't see where a defeat is coming from for for Rangers. It's a real possibility. <laughs> you can only go with what we've seen in front of us just now, and and certainly the the form that they're in this season. That there's a real chance that they can go unbeaten. But they, as I said, they just need to keep level headed. Um, so uh, look, they're in a good place. And only yep. the only worry for me is. When you're a successful team, it does bring problems in terms of people coming up and keeping an eye on some of the players. Mm-hmm. Um, and the worry has come January, but I've said that I maintain, I don't think anybody will be allowed to leave in January. They won't January. sell anyone? Nope. No, I, I'm 100% convinced that that won't happen. Come the summer, it might be different, but yeah. I think there's, I think the manager will make it clear to the board, and I'm sure the board will try and back him as, as much as possible and, and try and keep this squad together for the whole season. Anton's on the line. Anton, could Rangers be the invincible something that your club were a couple of seasons ago? Um, nah, can't see it happening. <laughs> the words were a bit of stick in your throat there, Anton. <laughs> Anton, you're also the manager of Bankery St. Ternan, so you know your football. Welcome to the Go Radio Football Show. Uh, are you in Bankery at the moment in Aberdeen? Yeah, I'm I'm in Aberdeen just now, um, but uh, obviously travel to Bankery. It's only like 15, 16 miles from where I am. And so, you're playing yeah. at the moment, so the team are playing. You're back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, we are we're back to competitive games, so it's it's been good. Obviously, longest pre-season in history. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's been good. It's been good getting back to competitive games. We're obviously do, doing like a we do a Grill League Cup first, so. Uh, Playing the Grill League Cup just now, um, so it's been good. It's been competitive. Uh, I've obviously I just took over in uh, three months ago, so we are basically building a squad just now. But it's, they're doing well. Huh? Did you did you say the Grill League Cup is that sponsored by that well-known uh, drinking house in the centre of the city? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. <laughs> no. Okay. So Anton, what's on your mind? Have you you got a point about Celtic after the win last night? Um, yeah. Well, obviously. I've wanted to see players like Tumble and Sorrow and Clamala and that get a proper proper game time. No, I'm not going to get over excited and say that oh we beat Leo, we're going to that's us because it is me. No. But what I think Neil Lennon probably should be doing now is a bit like what Stephen Gerrard does when the players 
on the performance, he gives the boys that are performing game time. But for me, seems to be a learning is stuck by stuck by players like and Brown and Rogic and Edward, even Edward's off the boil. So I think it's time for him to start letting boys like Tumble and Sorrow not loose because last night for me, Sorrow was outstanding. Tumble is he is a class above. I think he's a class above, and he's a young Scottish player, which is great. But Sorrow for me. He done the dirty things, mm-hmm. and that's why I like seeing yeah. in a defensive midfielder. Banton, do you not think that these people should have been given a chance earlier? I think that's what you're saying to help the likes 100%. of Scott Brown. I mean, Scott Brown's 35. I mean, I think you put him in a different category, don't you, Rob? Because mm-hmm. you know he gave, he gives everything, but he's 35. He can't have the engine he had when he was 30. Yeah. Do you, do you think, Anton, that, that Neil Lennon has been too loyal too long? Yeah, I, I do. I, I do know. Um, obviously, you've got to give some boys. You've got to give some boys the benefit of the doubt. Like a Scott Brown. Yeah. It is hard for somebody his age to perform week in, week out at the same level. But there is times where you've got to think, you're not playing well, we need to we need to drop you. I think Julian coming back's massive for Duffy though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looked a bit more comfortable, didn't he, last night? Well, he's got somebody like Duffy, he's got somebody like Julian in there with him who is a, an athletic defender. Mm-hmm. Um Ayer is a midfielder. Everybody seems to forget. Ayer is a is a midfielder, but with Julian in there, Duffy looked a lot better. He looked a lot more confident than what he has done anyway. Well, Anton, that's you've what Barry to, was saying earlier. Yeah, yeah, but you've got to understand why the reason Lenny is loyal to these players because these players have won yeah. over the course. Yeah, and it's, um, di- it's difficult to find the right time, isn't it, to, uh, to make the change? It is, and look, it's easy for us to say, and, and obviously Anton and all the Celtic fans to say he should have done this three, four, five, six weeks ago. Yeah. Now he done it last night, and it has made a difference. And I think now that'll give Lenny a couple of days to think right do you know what do these players now deserve the chance to go and continue this um, great result they had last night against let's not forget against a top opposition really good result a lot of real good players and as you said I mean we've spoke about it plenty of times in this show we were as surprised as anybody why is Turnbull not been given the chance well he went and proved everybody why he should be given the chance last night because he was a top performer and yeah. Sorrow's oh, yeah. one that uh, again I've not seen too much he'd he done the dirty side of the game which I think is important for teams um, Julian uh, again I mean, if I remember right three or four months ago a lot of people were getting him stick but mm-hmm. he, he's no physical enough but he's come in and showed how important he is and the young goalkeeper a lot of people are forgetting yeah. him Connor Hazard he's a young kid that I've watched plenty of times and He's got potential to be the future number one for Celtic. Rob, when Sorrow played more than 38 minutes last night, that's longer than he'd played during his career at Celtic. Yeah. So after the 38th minute, that was him into you know new territory for him. Anton, do you think he will play many of these players this weekend against Kilmarnock? Um, me personally, if it was me, I would I would stick with McGregor, Humble, and Sorrow, mm-hmm. and then yeah. obviously nobody can come back and say, well. You played them that game. You didn't mm-hmm. play them on Sunday. You played the boys who have not, who have not been doing it for us, and then we've lost or we've dropped points again. But if he puts Sorrow and Tumble in, gives them their opportunity. If they if they go and they fall flat on their face, then then Lennon's like, well, I've done what you've I've done what you've been asking. So you can't really you kind of keep moaning. But then again, it goes back to, well, is it the management team's problem? Are they the ones that kind of get players up for it? I another really impressive thing about Celtic, I thought last night, was the fact that they were pegged back twice. They were ahead twice, and and twice Lille equalised. Now, the Celtic of the previous week 
uh, probably would have crumbled. You know, that, that's what's been happening recently for Celtic. They've been unable to, to handle adversity like that. Um, but not only did they, did they respond, but they came back and, and, and won the game against a very good French side. Yeah, I think that's the thing that will make Lenny uh, pleased more than anything else was the fact that, that Leo came back at them twice and they managed to get that vital win. As you mm. say, Rob, over the past month or so that's not been happening for Celtic they've struggled um, so they showed a different side to them yep. they showed a side that I, I still think it's there they're just going through a bad time and one thing I will say and I have said about this Celtic team I've not seen enough people taking responsibility I've seen yep. Callum McGregor last night make a mistake yep. which is hard and then they go and get the penalty and fair play him he stood up and showed that's proper leadership yep. for me to go and take that penalty after making the mistake for Leo to get back into it at one each so you've got to give uh, Callum McGregor credit for that and I'm always one I really like him as a player mm-hmm. I think there's more to come from him and maybe with Scott Brown not being in the team he's now shown look I'm the man to go and drive us forward you agree with that Anton? Uh, I, I don't have a question Callum McGregor no. I've obviously seen him since when he first came into the team up until now he is a class player and like Barry just said you made that mistake and you think oh I want to crumble yep. but he's like I'm taking a pen he's grabbed off a tumble and says I'm taking this penalty so yep. uh, it was good Anton who's your goalkeeper on Sunday who would you play would you give Connor Hazard uh, a I chance I would keep Hazard yeah. I would keep him yeah. because let's be honest with you Barkas has had plenty of opportunities obviously it's difficult the boy's coming to a new country yeah. he's obviously it takes time for players like that to adapt yep. but Bain he's had plenty of time he hasn't done much wrong because no. sometimes he defensive left them left them out to dry. But when a player like Hazard, if he was to obviously drop him, then it, take, it takes a wee bit of confidence away from him because he's done. He hasn't done anything wrong, and then he's he's obviously not playing. So I would keep him in the squad because, like I say, he is one that's been on the the verge of yeah. being mm-hmm. in the first team a lot. So. I would, I would keep yeah, them. I mean, I, I think we're looking at we're looking at very interesting team selections for both Rangers and Celtic on Sunday. But for me, it's two completely different scenarios. Rangers can change it back and forth as as ever they like, and they keep on winning. So, so Stephen Gerrard can can do that. As for Celtic, they've gone through a really grim patch and suddenly found a performance and a result. Surely he's got to stick with the guts of that team from last night. Yeah. Anton, thanks very much for calling. Uh, good to hear you chatting with Barry. Both of you now in management, and you know you're an Aberdonian, a Celtic fan. Uh, good to be face to face on the radio with Barry Ferguson. Right, thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers, yeah. Anton. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. <laughs> the Bull Radio Football Show. Friday night, the weekend is here with Barry Ferguson, Rob McLean and me, Paul Cooney. Thanks for making the switch to the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. We're at quarter of a million people listening to on the app and the downloads, Barry. It is growing every week. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. Listen, um, when I first came in, I really enjoyed it, but it's getting better every single week. Rob, news coming in, breaking news. Uh, the Rangers-Aberdeen match, Aberdeen-Rangers in January, it's uh, switching times. It's going back to three o'clock. Just checking that news coming in uh, on Sky Sports. They want to change it. It's a scheduling thing for television. We'll confirm that very shortly. Yeah. Yep. Okay, <laughs> that's that's Rob's considered opinion <laughs> yep. on that one. Yeah. Yep. Noted. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, go back on the lines. Jamie is on. Jamie, good evening. How are you doing, lads? All right? Yeah, we're good, thanks. Hi, Jamie. How are you? I very good after last night. After, well, actually, after the last six months, you can't even get <laughs> match after match. Yeah, we can hear that <laughs> smile on your face. It's been what? What do you think the difference has been then? If there was one thing you were to um, point to, just getting 
the same wavelength throughout the club, from off the field to to on the field. Everybody seems to go on the same wavelength. Uh, they all understand what's at stake. I mean, we've been away from trophy living uh, seasons for a long time, and I just think we we'll get right back to it sooner than folk might have predicted. Yeah. Do you know what I think the the big difference is? If you look at the Rangers team, well, the, the strongest eleven that he can put out. I mean, I, I know he made a, a few signings in the summer there, but he's had this group for the last couple of years, yeah. and it's like the consistency levels each season have been continually getting better. Than this season, they've just went off the scale, and I think that's the biggest thing for him. He, he's had this this group of boys yeah. together now. They every single one of them in that squad know their roles and responsibilities yeah. now. When they, when they come into that team and as I said it's great to watch them the, the, the football they play is attractive but I keep repeating myself it's what they do off the ball when they've not got the ball they work ever so hard as a as a group it's not just about individuals so no listen I agree with Jamie I think it's listen it's great times just now and that, and that Jamie that's, that's why we're not surprised uh, when Steven Gerrard makes seven changes like he did last night that um it's just same again. It's the the this unbeaten run rolls on twenty six games now, twenty two yeah, I mean, wins and four draws. I mean, it's unreal. These stats are for the best teams in the world. Barcelona, Real Madrid, don't even get them kind of stats. Mm-hmm. Um, but my main point tonight is, uh, yep. this this squad of players is um, on par or maybe even better with Barry's team of 08 that got all the way. Can you go all the way to the final? Yeah. It's a possibility we, we, we spoke about it In terms of Can they go all season Unbeaten yeah. it's, it's a real possibility With the, the way that They've, they've yeah. started off um, The season In terms of How they're doing Domestically And how they've done In um, the qualifiers Of the Europa League And then into the group stage um, I think if You started off When they got into that group stage It was just about Getting through mm. Into the last 32 But to, to go and actually Win the group mm. With the favourites Benfica Who for me Are a Champions League team mm. I, I, I've no doubt that, that there's every possibility that they can continue this run but in terms of the, the team that I played in 2008 I'll be honest with you and I think if you ask any of the guys ability wise we were we were a good team but one thing we had was a real work ethic um, a real understanding of, of how we played it maybe wasn't pretty to watch certainly away from home at times yeah. uh, it was real hard work um, but we had a certain way of playing and, and um, do you know what it got us. It got us to the final. We just ran. We just sorry ran out of gas mm-hmm. with the amount of games that we played. And the European story under Steven Gerrard just tells uh, tells a story of solid progression, doesn't it? Because the first season, uh, they went through that marathon qualification process, got into the group, um, had some good results in the group, and and should have got through, but but didn't that time around. Last season they did, got to the last sixteen, drew a really good team in Bayer Leverkusen, uh, and went out. This this time they've gone through, qualified with a game to spare, won the group, set all sorts of records. And you just look at that draw for the last 32 and and I, and I guess, Jamie, as a Rangers fan, you, you'll look at it and, and you won't have any great fears about drawing we'll, anyone. We'll take every one of them. Mm-hmm. Take every, absolute every one of them. Twice home and away. Every J- single one of them. Jamie, what would you trade? Would you trade the title, the premiership, for oh, no. the... No, no. no? no, no. <laughs> titles, the titles number one, anything is just a bonus. And yeah. it just by happens that the bonuses are looking realistic. Yeah, I speak on behalf of probably all the Rangers supporters that this is the best feeling we've had being fans probably since three in a row, 2007-2009 mm-hmm. Europe Cup final, this is where we're, yep. we feel back, we, fight, we feel recognised once again, 
on the big stage and they can still come home from European ties and dominate Scottish league games as well also making changes yeah, but that's a big difference. See, coming off the back of a European game, as I said, physically it's demanding, mm. but mentally as well, a lot of people don't understand it. Was it the travel and everything? In the, yeah, the, the, the travel, and there's obviously pressure mm. on the players to go and deliver. I'm, I'm sure the manager will put pressures on the players, and um, so it, that that's the beauty that he's got that he can come back off the game um, last night and he can go and make a number of changes for another tough away tie. Um, yep. Against Dundee United Tanadice. It's never easy going up there. But I would imagine that he's gonna he's gonna make that number of changes. But the the difference again is when he makes these changes, it doesn't seem to affect the way they play. Jamie, would you compare yeah. the two sides, Barry's side of two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight with uh, today's? What would you say? Watch what you're saying, Jamie. Well, <laughs> I think no, not at all, Barry. I would put you straight in the Rangers team of today. <laughs> Who are you dropping? Um, like, <laughs> he's 42, <laughs> but he's in great shape. Greg's <laughs> <laughs> nearly 40, I know. Yeah, yeah. No, he's in great um, So, on you go. No, I just think Barry described as the the team of UEFA Cup Fair they chased down the ball in numbers and they got they won dirty, but we are playing pretty football and that's different to playing dirty. We're not needing to play dirty. They played dirty and got all the way, but we are playing pretty, pretty football that do you know what I mean? I think you said ugly maybe rather than dirty. You were, you, you were yeah, hard to, you were hard a, to beat. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we had a way of playing at home in yep. a mm. different way when we, we obviously got to respect who you play against. Some of the teams we come up against, Sport Lisbon, Werder Bremen, Fiorentina, I mean, they're, yeah. they're top teams. And if you go out and have a pop at them, we, we, were, we were honest enough to say, look, they're maybe a better football team. What way can we go and frustrate them? Um, but this Rangers team are a bit different. They're, they've got guys, certainly match winners, um, Throughout the the team, but they're just a, a real, a, just a real. No, I wouldn't put a solid unit. They're, they're, they're a real good unit. They're, yeah. they're just enjoyable to watch, and mm-hmm. I, I love. I don't know what you think and what the fans think, Jamie. I just love what they do off the ball. It's their their effort and their work rate to go and get that ball back. I, I just love to see that. I th- not I th- one of them. Lo- not one of them like losing the ball. And as soon as one person loses the ball, there's two or three Rangers bodies there getting the back and. Look to go ahead Look to see who's going behind Yep they, they definitely hunt in packs They don't do it individually And do you know what That's a real team spirit That's them properly drilled And, and well coached I think too The European achievement Just builds the belief And adds to the belief And helps Rangers Domestically as well They You know They're, they're going to be Flying by the time They get to Tanadice on Sunday On the back of that You know Winning in Poland last night They, they made Lech Poznan Look absolutely ordinary Last night um, they've come through a really tough group they've won it they should have beaten Benfica twice as well although a draw against Champions League regulars like them is an achievement in itself and it, and it just all adds to what they're doing domestically and, and, it, and as we said earlier on the show it's just difficult to see where Rangers first defeat of the season is coming from yeah I've got to agree with you I, I mean they, they, it's easy me saying it but you don't want to get carried away mm-hmm. you, you don't want to go overconfident um, one thing that, that you see for this Rangers team no matter what starting 11 he, put, he puts out there is confidence in it mm-hmm. um, but it's about keeping level headed and you, you see with interviews after the game I, I'm just I, keep, I, f- I feel I keep repeating myself I just like the noises that are coming out yeah. the, the dressing room and obviously the manager when he speaks I just think he's great to listen to um, and I think they've learnt for their, their previous mm-hmm. mistakes Rob you were telling us last night the final of Europa League will be in Gdansk in yep. Poland uh, Jamie you might be there 
Ah, well, fingers crossed. The way things are going, you just never know. You just never know. But there's a lot, lot of games to be played throughout that in all competitions. But that will be an absolute bonus. But as we agreed on, it is the league that is the number one priority. Everything else is a bonus. And as I said, it just by happens that everything's looking really likely. Jamie, see in terms of a fan, do you get any slight concern in case um, any clubs come in and try and poach away Rangers? Obviously, top performers. That is that. That's more than the worry. As being a Rangers fan right now, everything else is dandy. But it's the fact that anybody can come in with a substantial figure, come in take like a Tav, Morelos, even Golson as well. The absolute heart of the team. Barisic as well. Kamara. It's, it's it's a scary time to be a Rangers fan. Right, do you trust the all, board? All the same point. Do you trust the board to back your manager? Oh, I hundred percent, hundred percent. There's Rangers men and Rangers, and that's that's the bottom line. They'll only benefit the club. Jamie, what about Dave King saying last week? Uh, Two hundred million is the value of the uh, of the squad. Well, funny you should say that because I actually wrote of players and I had my own wee, right. my own wee uh, list. Right. What um, did you, What did you get up to? One hundred and fifty. I think it was one hundred and sixty. I got to. Ah, one hundred and sixty. It was ten million out, Rob. I, <laughs> I think. That wasn't, yeah. Yep. That wasn't being too sceptical on a. A thirty million for Morelos. That wasn't like that. that. That was like a fifteen for Morelos okay. kind of type. Okay. And Jamie on Sunday, Dundee United Rangers. What's your scoreline? Three you know, Rangers. And Celtic Kilmarnock. One one. One one. Okay. All right. <laughs> yep. Cheers, Jamie. Yep. Thanks for calling. Cheers, thanks. So that'll be 15 points by then, then, if <laughs> those right. predictions yeah. come through. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll find out on Sunday. But he's, uh, you can hear how happy yeah. the Rangers fans I, I, are. Barry. Listen, I, yeah. I totally get it why they're, they're, yeah. they're in cloud nine just now. They're, they're just loving um, the way that the, the team are playing, and rightly so. That they've got a. They've if, got you can, a if you can't enjoy it now, you ain't got a pulse. Yeah, <laughs> listen, you're right. You're right. I'm just one of them, but I'm still being a bit. Obviously cautious, yeah. but that's that's the way I'm at. I think sometimes you can get too carried away. But look, I totally get why the Rangers fans are, are loving watching their, their team play with it. It's evident with the results they're getting on the pitch at this moment in time. And Rob, at some point they will need to get money into the club because the Rangers yeah. finances have been really extremely difficult. Uh, Dave King is trying to sell shares back. Mm-hmm. I mean, at some point they'll have to realise some of these assets. Yeah, but the, the values of these players, of course, are, are rising almost week to week at, yeah. at the moment. So um, it's, it is onwards and upwards for Rangers and the likes of uh, James Tavernier and uh, Glenn Kamara and uh, Ryan Kent and all these saleable assets, there are so many of them, uh, their value is going up all the time so what Rangers want to do is get the title one uh, make a good stab at the Europa League and then think about offers coming in Rob McLean Barry Ferguson and me Paul Cooney we're back after the news The Bull Radio Football Show Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. Radio Football Show. Let's go. 
as we count down to the weekend. Tomorrow afternoon, Aberdeen against Ross County, Hamilton against Hibs, Motherwell against St Mirren and St Johnson Livingston. We'll hear from Barry and Rob what they think for tomorrow. And then on Sunday at 12 o'clock, the Sky Match, Dundee United against Rangers and Celtic against Kilmarnock. Huge weekend for, well, particularly, Rob, I would suggest Celtic. And what's the lineup going to be after getting a win last night? Yeah, and it's another test for them, isn't it? Because uh, if we assume that Rangers will win, and I think our next caller won't be assuming that Rangers win, uh, then it will be a 16-point differential, which Celtic have to trim back again. So what sort of uh, fettle are they in on the back of last night? Are they are they renewed now? Are they refreshed by, by what's happened and the new players coming in? Uh, and will that team selection be along similar lines at Celtic Park on Sunday? All these questions will be answered over the weekend. Well, Neil Lennon was asked about the goalkeeper, Young Hazard. We will for the last couple of months. His attitude's been brilliant and he's really been knocking on the door. And I spoke to him a couple of weeks ago about this game and wanted him to play on it. You know, we kept that sort of promise and yeah, he did very, very well. You know, looked a very assured performance, you know, under, under the spotlight really. So he can be delighted as well with his nice work. Barry, a big uh, night for him, wasn't it? Massive night, massive night. Um, but I've known about Connor Hazard yep. for the, the last three or four years and I know they've sent him out in loan a few times mm-hmm. um, they, they think really highly of him um, so look, I maybe have shocked a lot of people when I'm playing last night but certainly I, I know he's a, a young goalkeeper that they, as I said they think that can go on and be number one for, for Celtic and again it's great to see young young guys getting the opportunity to go and play in, in big European nights if you were the Celtic manager though you would stick with uh, Soros you'd play Turnbull yeah, for sure it, yeah. it's, it's going to be interesting um, obviously Celtic have been in a bad run the last few weeks and obviously he made a lot of changes last night and we've mentioned Connor Hazard coming in Soros and Turnbull doing really well um, in the middle of the park with Callum McGregor so it's going to be a tough one against Kilmarnock I think I, I think Kilmarnock will come and try and frustrate and that's something that Celtic have struggled against there uh, lately as you've you seen against um, Ross yep. County and St Johnson so I would imagine he would he would probably give these players that got that result last night for Celtic another opportunity. We had Chris Burke on last night with Davy Proven. He's looking forward and hoping to play on Sunday. He missed last week, so Chris Burke. Uh, it was great to hear yeah. him on last night, wasn't yeah, it, it was. Rob? And yeah, uh, yeah he probably well, he could well play on Sunday. You mentioned it, Rob. There's a Dundee United fan coming on now. Gavin is on the line. Gavin, good evening. Hi there. How's it going, folks? All right. Ah, good. Good, good Gavin. Are you, are you in good. Dundee or are you? No, I'm in Arbroath. I'm in Arbroath. Ah, I'm yeah. A Dundee United supporter. Ah, Aye, great. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Windy in Arbroath. <laughs> uh, it's terrible, Barry. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. The red lickties. Yeah. You don't have <laughs> too many. Lickies, not not yeah. too many calm days in Arbroath, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, today's certainly not a calm day. I can assure you. <laughs> so I what, tell you, every time I've been uh, there, they always make you feel welcome. Do they? Ah, yep. Yeah, nice welcome. people yeah. up at Arbroath. Uh-huh. Yep. So, Gavin, what, what are you thinking from a Dundee United what point of view? I was thinking, I was just wondering, uh, first of all, I just want to say I was a big fan of Barry as a player. Um, yeah. Although I'm a United supporter, I used to think he was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Not so much when he played for the Rangers, but more so when he played for Scotland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I just wanted to ask you is, um, being a United supporter, um, what do you think their chances of staying in the league this year? Because I don't think they're very good, to be quite honest with you. Yes, we're sitting six, but the the football we're playing is not good to watch. Um, I don't think we're playing to our strengths. Um, two international strikers up front, and you were lucky if we're getting three, four shots on goal a game. Um, I just wonder what your thoughts on that would be. 
Barry, I, I think the most important thing for Dun United is just to make sure they, they, they stay in the league. I, I do, if you look at their squad, I think they've got enough quality to, to stay in the league. There's no doubt about it. Look, I, I know the manager pretty well. Um, well, I mean, you saying that a few weeks ago, and... Uh, I yep, he's. I remember you were pals. You said you were friends with him and stuff like that. Yeah, I played under him for a month, and I've obviously kept in contact with him and followed his, his career. And he's done really well where he's been down in England, and I've no doubt if given the time, Mickey will do a a really good job up there. Um, yep. It's always hard your, your first season. Um, he yeah, came in. I, I, it was probably when he came in. It was Robbie Nielsen's squad, and he didn't have. Yeah much time to go and maybe or the finances weren't there to go and maybe get his own players I know he's brought a few in but I think given given time I think um, Mickey will do a, a fine job up there and, and you'll probably see he's playing a, a bit differently the, the second season I'm just looking at the, the league table Gavin just now yeah. uh, Dundee yeah. United on, on 20 I mean it looks reasonably healthy and comfortable at the moment yeah. because you've got that eight, 8 point cushion between yourselves and, and St Mirren at the bottom but I do wonder about the, the recruitment uh, process whereby uh, you've got Mark McNulty and you've got Lauren Shankland and you've got Nicky Clark who's yeah. having a really, he's a player I really like actually so, oh, so you've got three you've got three great goal scorers there but it's about creating chances yeah. for them isn't it you know? get, we can't Get, we can't get the ball to them. Yeah, yeah. That, that's it's so, frustrating. it's so frustrating watching them. And yes, we're sitting six, but our next six games are against five teams that are above us in the league. And to be honest with you, if we're not in a dogfight to stay up by the end of this month, I will be amazed. Mm. Yeah, but and the thing that worries me about that is that the teams doing there have done it before. They can how to get out of a relegation fight. We, far as we played Dundee United four weeks ago in the, the Betfred Cup, and that was one of the things that Mickey did say that that. With, with the, the three players that you just mentioned there Shanklin, McNulty and Clark there's a lot of qualities yeah. creating chances for them mm-hmm. um, yeah. that that's a problem that he's he's, he's going to have uh, in the wide areas because I, I know they play three at the back um, yeah. I also like the boy in the, the centre of the part Hearts I think he's a decent player the American yeah. boy yeah, he's a, he's a, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so I, I think throughout the squad they've got a, enough quality to stay up I don't think there'll be in any, any danger of getting relegated I think the first season was just maintaining your, your status in the Premier League and then yeah. the second season that's where you, you can go and say right Mickey there you go let's see what you've got but I think I think you make yeah. a good point Gavin because you know you're talking about a team who last season in the championship it, it was the winning habit wasn't it winning winning mo- that, winning most weeks suddenly suddenly you're thrown into a tougher league and yeah, you know yeah. potentially you're going to have to scrap out at the end yeah. of the season if you are down there and that takes that takes a different quality yeah exactly exactly do we have that quality to fight for our lives I'm not quite so sure and like you say last season with Shankland's goals if it wasn't for Shankland's goals I'm not saying we wouldn't have won the league but it wouldn't have been as easy we wouldn't have been so far in front because so. Barry, it's it, Dundee United are one of the biggest clubs in Scotland. Well, if you say to me, like yeah. growing up as a, a young kid yeah. loving football and yeah. watching football, Dundee United are one of the biggest clubs in in Scotland. There's yeah. no doubt about it. I used to love going up and playing at Tannadice. Mm. Yeah. What is it about the ground there? I don't know. It's, it's, tight, it's quite a tight little ground, isn't it? Yeah. It's a tight ground. The, the fans are, are right on you. Yeah, you like that? Slight, yeah. yeah, I love that. It's got a slight <laughs> slope on it. I, yeah. I noticed that four weeks ago when I was. I didn't enjoy watching you there, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed the slopes no no change that much. But it's a place that I, I used mm. to enjoy going when it was when it was full thereafters with with fans, which is a disappointing thing that the fans can't get to the games yeah, just yeah, now. Yeah. It's disappointing, Annoying. but for me, Dun United are. 
a top six f- mm-hmm. football club mm-hmm. in, in Scotland. And Gavin, do, do you remember the days when they went all the way to the UEFA Cup final? Well, I, I, like you say, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, you'd love for the days to come back, but well, you just you just don't know. You just, just want to stay know. in the league. <laughs> all the bigger yeah. teams are getting bigger and better, and a lot of teams are. Mm. You know what I mean? It's. Mm. Do you, and do, do you, are you are you worried about Sunday? Are you worried about the potential oh, of what could happen? I mean, most, most Scottish teams are worried about playing Rangers at the moment. Yeah, are you, well, you usually watch the games. You get the games through your season ticket and that. And I think Sunday is the first the first game I'm now looking forward to sitting down and watching because all credit to Rangers, they are flying just now. What's your prediction well, then? We'll put you on the well, spot. Yeah, what do you reckon, Gavin? Oh. Uh, I'll snap your hand off for a draw, but there's no way that's happening. <laughs> All right. 3-1-4-1. Oh. lucky. Okay. Gavin, thanks for calling Go Radio for Glasgow's own Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Let's hear what Stephen Gerrard is thinking about the trip to Tanadice. A tough game. Obviously, there's there's some rivalry there. We expect a bit of needle in the game, which we welcome. You know, Mickey Mellon's an experienced manager. He's been around for a long time. Good manager. I think he's coming and done ever so well at Dundee. It's a shame that he won't be there on the side. But we expect him to have his team well drilled. They'll be competitive and they've got good players. So we're expecting a real tough challenge on, on Sunday. Mm, so, and Neil Lennon was asked about Kilmarnock uh, changes the difference from the match and the win last night against Lille quality of opposition helps as well their style of play you know they're a very good counter-attacking team and you know not every game at Celtic Park in the league is as open as that or you know as well balanced as that so uh, I don't read too much into it I'm pleased with the win and it's a positive but um whether it reflects in parity for what we're up against on Sunday remains to be seen. Yeah, that's him thinking more about Lille. What about Kilmarnock? It's such a difficult team at times to break down, particularly at home. But they've had some good results in Glasgow, you know, when they've been away from home. They're smart, streetwise team. And, you know, Alex has continued on in, in his own style from Steve. And they've got that great sort of togetherness. And I expect it to be, under the circumstances, as tough as any game we'll probably get. Kelly will want to keep a living in the park, Rob. That's been a. They say there's not a problem with the discipline. They feel they've been a bit unlucky, but they've had a few red cards. Yep. Um, and but their strongest team uh, against Celtic can uh, could be a problem for for Neil Lennon. No doubt about that. I mean, we're we're all big fans of the of the the midfield combination that that, that they have with the likes of Power and Dicker and and Tish Bowl is a good player as well. And there they've got Chris Burke who was on the show last night, uh, threatening to do some damage as well. But Celtic will just to look to get a big lift. They've got to get a big lift from what happened last night on the back of uh, the last dozen games. Yep, they've got to they've got to get confidence out of that. There's no doubt about it, but Neil Lennon summed it up pretty well there. They're a, a well-drilled team. They're going to come in and try and frustrate and make it difficult. The names that you just mentioned there, Rob, you've got Broadfoot and Finlay, centre-back, Brophy up front. Um, Kabamba. Yep. Kabamba as well. So they're a dangerous he, team. He's roughed up Celtic earlier on in the season, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, on the, on the, in the home game. Mm-hmm. Yep, he, he sure did. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a, a, a tough a tough day. Um but look, if you're asking my opinion, I, I think Celtic have got to take the confidence out of beating a, a very good Lille team last night, and it's going to be a tough one. But Celtic have got to, they've got to get the three points. There's no doubt about it. We're going to get your predictions shortly. In about five minutes, we're going to have the contest. 
somebody is going to be winning uh, a four bowl at Marhall. And in fact, the winner tonight is also getting a six month membership at the spectacular 18 hole Earl of Mar Fesha. course. Ah, nice. nice. So both are going to win something tonight. Isn't that brilliant? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, we're going to give everyone's so, a winner. Everyone's a winner here in the Go Radio Football Show. <laughs> uh, Barry, Rob, what do you make of the news yesterday? There's 30 million going to Scottish football, I think around 20 million to rugby. Yeah. Um, but you were saying Barry is the manager of Kelty Hearts, so it's 20 million to the Premiership yep. as a loan uh, and 10 million for the Championship and the clubs below that for second division and in, in your league. Yeah, but Grant's um, our general manager's obviously worked it out uh, <laughs> pretty quickly. Yeah. It's, it's something that's needed in the lower leagues. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of the team, not just the lower leagues, but all, yeah. all clubs have suffered during this COVID-19 um, pandemic. So hopefully it'll, it'll filter down and, and we'll get a bit of money as well because we, we rely heavily on our hospitality side, the, the bar side, and obviously the fans coming through the gates mm-hmm. as, as every every club does. So hopefully we'll get a, a couple of pounds in our pocket and it'll help, um, help the club out. And so, Robert's a grant significantly yeah. for below the Premiership, so you don't pay that back. For the Premier League, for the Premiership, it's a, a loan. Yeah, it's great. It's great news, isn't it? But I, I'm just trying to work out. So, it, so it's thirty million pounds for Scottish football. Yep. So forty-two clubs and uh, and yep. the national team. Yep. Um, and the and women's. It's, and it's twenty yep. and, and the women's and but it, but it's twenty million for Scottish rugby. That's just two teams, isn't it? The Edinburgh and Glasgow I think it's and, right and the national no, team. It, 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 does it, does it, it filter yeah, right I down? I think it's right yeah. down. Sports okay. Scotland are involved as well. Right. Be, yep, the money yeah. also goes down to the pyramid scheme, I think, as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's below. I'm sure it's been it. very well thought out. But, but I mean, yeah. you know, t- for, for any uh, sports organisations to get help at the moment is brilliant because they're all just losing money hand over fist. Mm-hmm. Does, that, does that tell you that there may be no fans been allowed into the, the games now until well, next season? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's, that's when issue, I've seen it? this coming yeah, out with the grants been made available I'm thinking to myself right are we going to get the fans in because I, I do think we need fans in I, I do think we can I still think to myself surely we can get a certain amount into the stadiums and socially distance because it's open air of course, venues yeah. so yeah, we, that that's the only thing it concerns me is that going to mean the end of no fans coming in until next season which is a worry Rob, a big week. This is the week where the vaccine is now being rolled out across the country and fingers crossed that by, well, it's not going to happen immediately, but maybe by springtime people will be back. But you're right, Barry, we said that in the show last night. Is that a sign that it could be a bit longer than we think? Dave Cormack made another very spirited uh, defence of Scottish football and I think other clubs should come out uh, and if that's what they think, Let's get fans back. Yeah, and you socially distance, and, and we do look yep. forward as well, yep. don't we, to the European Championship finals in oh. the in the summer, yep. and, we, and we wonder about you know how if and and how many fans we're going to get in for those games if it's taking as long as it's taking on the club scene. Yeah, I, I, I forgot about that. I mean, I forgot that it's been that long, long ago. We, we qualified for the the Euros a few weeks back. I mean, you want to see Hamden absolute buzzing and. Mm. With the fans inside that when you're coming up against Czech Republic and, and Croatia. Um, hopefully come the turn of the year, as you said. I've, I've heard Dave McCormick, he's been pretty vocal. And do you know what? I agree with him. I don't see why that we, we can't allow a certain amount of, of fans into certain stadiums. Ryan's on the line, uh, St. Johnson fan. Hi, Ryan. Good evening. Good evening, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, Hi, Ryan. Good. We're going to take a break in a moment. Ryan, what about fans coming back, though? How much are you looking forward to getting back to see your team? Oh, massively. I mean, I, I think I think with many people, you go to work during the week and there's one thing you, you, you come back, there's one thing you, you enjoy is to go to the football at the weekend, something to look forward to. Yeah. 
But before the break, let, in fact, let's find what find out what your main point is because we've got the head to head with Barry Ferguson and Rob McLean afterwards in the quiz. So Ryan, what's your point for the listeners tonight? Um, my point is, I just think that the, the weird teams don't get enough credit for coming away with big results against the bigger teams. Mm. Are you talking in terms of last weekend by any chance? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I honestly, I agree with Ryan. Yeah. I agree with him. A lot of people will look, oh, Celtic yep. were poor, they had an off day. Mm. Sometimes I think, even even Ross County mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. I, I don't think they got enough credit in last week. Yeah, I don't think St. Johnson get enough credit for coming uh, and, they, and they've been on an amazing run, haven't so they? Callum Cal- 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 Davidson's team. Ryan, go for it. Yeah, we have been talking about the, the the run that your team's on. So, what would you say about St. Johnson? Well, we're eleven games unbeaten. I mean, that 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 for itself speaks for itself, does it not? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you you got to go back a long way, haven't you? But, but, you know, to a similar run of results. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I also think as well. I mean, I think I think Neil Lennon's coming in for a lot of stick as well. I mean, if you look at the start of the season, a lot of St. Johnson fans were questioning if if uh, Callum Davidson was the right man with the results that was go- with the with the results were going. But he's turned it right round. Yeah. And I think as well on a Celtic, switching on to Celtic here, uh, that I think their young guns proved that the the top guns, the the big players, are not performing for Lennon. Mm-hmm. I think we all agree on that. What about the point about the the manager? Yep, in terms of St. Johnson, we played them again. We played them in the Betfred Cup earlier on, and that that was um, Callum had a, a difficult start. He had a few um, off results, um, but you've got to give him credit. Um, he's obviously mm-hmm. went away and worked hard, and eleven games unbeaten. Um, I don't know how many wins are in in that eleven, but do you know what? It's a great run he's been on. And the players, I look at St. Johnson as a team, and they've got some decent players. St. Johnson, I think they'll be they'll be totally fine this year. But I, I agree with Ryan. I don't like it when I see a a smaller so-called club going to an old firm, and when they come away with something, it's how bad Rangers were or how bad Celtic were. These teams don't get enough credit for me. So Ryan, this weekend, St. Johnson, Livingston. What's your prediction? Uh, I'm going for a two-one victory for St. Johnson. Yeah, that unbeaten run goes on, Ryan. Yes, of course, of <laughs> course, and I just just want to say as well. I've got to say, to Barry, I think Rangers are absolutely flying. Yep. Um, and, a, and a, you know, another credit to Rangers. I mean, they're unbeaten in the league and they're unbeaten in the Europa League. That's that's some task to do. I thought you were going to say Kelly Hart, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows, Barry? Maybe in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Ryan. Thanks so much. Bro, cheers, guys. See you later on. Now. The Bull Radio Football Show. Football show with our friends at Mar Hall. Their five star grand mansion in the Scottish countryside awaits you. Stand by. Here comes the Go Radio quiz here on the show. We're going to play Goal in One with Mar Hall. Tonight, up for grabs for the winner is a six month membership at the spectacular 18 hole championship Earl of Mar course. And the runner up is going to walk away with the prize too an amazing four ball experience. Yep, we're really. Uh, we're. Uh, Giving everything tonight, Barry, for the yeah, final great, night of the week. Yeah. Great jester. Um, as long as we're, we're better in Davy and Burkey last night, I listened to them <laughs> on the way through the training. <laughs> you were seeing how much you love their comments, and then we said, "What about the quiz?" And yeah, uh-uh. yeah. Yep. <laughs> did it go? Did it go badly? Oh, well, I, I couldn't possibly say. No, it was, uh, I've heard worse. Oh, okay. he was, he well, was, you might hear worse Paul tonight. Was, yeah. Paul was giving them clues. Really? Yeah. Well, I hope that's going to continue tonight. Then. Well, here's how it was tonight. Uh, you choose a pundit to represent you. Both go head to head in a quiz consisting of five goal-related questions, and whoever comes out on top wins the prize for their contestant so on the line now we have Sandra from Crookston a Celtic fan hi Sandra hi how are you very well thanks how are you 
Yeah, I'm good, thank you. You'll be pleased about the win last night? Uh, yes, we are, yes. Good. So, Sandra, you're going to be playing, uh, and it's Rob you've chosen. Meet Rob McLean. Hi, Sandra. Yep. Hi, how Hi. are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, can I just apologise in advance in case it goes badly? That's <laughs> uh, all right. Sure, will be fine. And Rachel's on from Clyde Bank, a Hearts fan, and she's choosing Barry. Hello, Rachel. Hello. How are you feeling? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> Excellent, the Hearts fan. So the cup final a week on Sunday. Are you feeling oh, yeah in with a big chance? Hearts against Celtic? Hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Right, let's get down to it then. So you're both going to win. Somebody's going to win the six-month membership. That's the winner. And the runner-up is going to get an amazing football <laughs> How serious experience. Is Rob like? I know, I know. <laughs> if only the cameras were on. Right, so it's actually easy for you, Sandra and Rachel. Just stand by. If they don't get it, I might come to you and see if you know, but I'm sure the guys will. Barry Ferguson, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm Rob ready. Ma- Rob McLean. Yeah, I'm ready. Barry's are you ready so there we are <laughs> so here's question number one who has scored more goals and it's two superstars okay which one who scored more goals Maradona or Pele Pele it is Pele Barry Ferguson straight in it's Pele I was going to say Pele <laughs> question number two who is the oldest player ever to score in an old firm game <sighs> Celtic Rangers game the oldest player to score in an old firm game Quite a tough one, I would Mark say. Mark Hately. Good one, but no, it wasn't Mark Hately. David Barry. No. Rachel, Sandra, would you like to have a go at that? Don't worry if not. Uh, no don't idea. have a clue. No, no. <laughs> Richard Goff. It was Clint Hill. Clint Hill. Oh, that's a difficult one. Okay, so Barry's Terrible. one ahead. My, earphone, my earphones are not working. All right, okay. <laughs> my earphones are not working. Take them off then, you can hear me. Okay. <laughs> How many goals did Celtic score when they beat Aberdeen in the record win in the SPFL? Nine. Nine, correct. Nine, Barry no, Ferguson is two. Absolutely. Next one. Which two, for- two, yeah. two minutes. Okay. My microphone's not working. <laughs> <laughs> Which former player's famous goal celebration involved diving and sliding across the ground? Jürgen Klinsmann. Correct. Rob McLean strikes He's back. back. He's back. Oh. Two, one. It's all down to the last question. So... You'll both know the answer. You have to see, right. see who's. Yeah. Are you just going to shout louder than me again? Yes, I'm just right. going for it. Okay. So. Yeah. I think you'll both know the answer, but you have to think about it. Okay. In all competitions, who was the last team to score a goal against Rangers? Standard Liège. Barry Ferguson's in there. Is Rob? You were ready to say it, but I was. it was Barry. I was. So I was. I've got to tell you that uh, Barry Ferguson, oh. you are the winner. I'm. So that means that uh, that's fantastic, Rachel. You uh-huh. are you're the winner, and I'll tell you exactly oh, what you've it? won. Yeah, you've won six month membership at the Earl of Mar Golf Course there at Mar Hall. How are you feeling? Oh my goodness, that is absolutely amazing! Thank you so so much. It's not brilliant. So well done. Message from Barry. Yep. Thank what, what would you, you say so to much. her? Yeah. <laughs> no, no problem, Rachel. I was actually trying to win the four ball, to be honest. How did I do? Sandra, Rob got his wish. You've won the four ball. So who are you going to take for the four ball? Probably my dad. I'd take my dad. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, what's his name? Peter. Peter. So Peter is off 
to play at Mar Hall, which is magnificent. No, I know a, you, you yeah, have played there. Yeah, yeah, lovely. It's a lovely golf course. Um, and I know, Sandra, that secretly you wanted the four ball as opposed to the six-month membership, so that's great. That's <laughs> worked, <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's worked out really well. <laughs> and Rachel, can you imagine that then? Going into the new year, the better weather, you know, will be coming soon, hopefully. Uh, you've got a six-month membership. Isn't that brilliant? Oh, that is absolutely fantastic I'm over the moon <laughs> so Barry got them right he got Pelly right question number one Clint Hill number two we didn't know that one and none of us knew it how many goals did Celtic uh, ship against Aberdeen score nine. over Aberdeen was nine you were straight in and the Klinsman was number four and then number five was the question who was the last team to score against Rangers and it was standardly edge so Barry got it <laughs> thanks very much Sandra thanks Rachel Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Stay tuned to Go Radio. Thanks for tuning in and joining the, the growing band. Well done, Barry. Yeah. Well done. I had a bad performance on Wednesday, so I had to fully focus. Oh, you Rob, Rob gave me he gave me a bit of stick. There's was no it st- Vicky? Yeah. It, I think it was, yeah. He says to Vicky, you... you <laughs> uh, what was it he says? I can't remember. <laughs> it was something, it was you something to wrong pundit. But, so. Yeah. But you did, so did you use that as a motivation for tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's no such thing as a friendly, isn't there? No, you, you guys are so competitive, and the girls yeah. too. Yeah, Rob, right. Rob's not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I think, oh, well. yeah, I think yeah. you jumped. I mean, you jumped in before the questions were finished. I mean, is that not? Is, I'm just no, looking no, at the small no, print. Thank you. <laughs> Fade them down. <laughs> so we're looking back at last night, where well, it's a happy problem for Neil Lennon. Who does he play in the match on Sunday against Kilmarnock? And for Stephen Gerrard, the records keep coming. I, I was mentioned last night. He lost one thing this week, and it was his European goals record with Liverpool and it was Mo Salah of course who overtook him just shows you the goals that Steven Gerrard has scored so it's a bit like you handing on your record at Rangers of Euro appearances Steven Gerrard handed on his for goals to Mo Salah yeah he, listen he was a fantastic player Steven Gerrard I was, I was lucky enough to, to play against him a, a number of times and to be fair it's not a bad player to take over your, your goal scoring record <laughs> in, in Mo Salah he's been He's been an unbelievable signing for Liverpool. But when you, but when yeah. you think that Steven Gerrard did that from a midfield position, I mean, yeah. 20, 21 goals for Liverpool in, in Europe, in the in the Euro, European Cup or Champions League. Um, but I, I guess against that, you, you could say that Mo Salah is probably going to score a good few more. Certainly is. Who's going to win, Rob? Down south, who do you think will win the title? Well, Liverpool. I, well, I did say Man City at the start of the season, yeah. but I might I might just throw in a Liverpool at the moment <laughs> to give me a 50-50 chance. Yeah, yeah I... I said Liverpool at the start of the season but I'm looking at Tottenham and Jose Mourinho and I'm thinking to myself listen they're not great to watch but again he's he's got them playing a certain way and they're they're difficult to break down and listen I I think they've got two unbelievable forwards um, and and so on and for me Harry Kane's one of the the, the best strikers Mm. in the world there's no doubt in my mind about that Davy Proven said last night he thinks he's the best striker in the world at the moment Yeah, yeah listen I think that will be a lot of people's opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you watch him; he's just a fantastic footballer, and and what a finisher the guy is. I've just never forgiven him for that goal at Hamden. <laughs> of yeah, course, true. yeah, that moment, those two goals from yeah. uh, Lee Griffiths. But mm-hmm. there he was, Harry Kane. Uh, Craig's on the line, a Rangers fan. Hi, Craig. Oh, hi guys, how are we doing? I'm uh, good, thanks. Hi, you Craig. must be feeling great. Uh, aye, brilliant. Aye, um, I think we've been outstanding in Europe this season. Um, I think to get to from losing to progress a few years ago to finishing the group top mitt with the highest point tally I think any Scottish team in Europe is yes. incredible. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I definitely think when you look at it, you know, 
I think Rangers have made more progress in Europe over the last three years than Celtic have over the last eight, in my opinion, just with how well we've played. I, mean, I don't think anybody would disagree that they should have topped the group last year. I mean, Porto had to be the least deserving group toppers you've ever seen. Um, but, you know. Yeah. I don't think anyone would disagree with that, Barry, would you? Yeah. No, I, I just think the levels of consistency that they've performed since the manager came in over two years ago has been excellent. But they've took it to a different level mm-hmm. this season. Um, there's no doubt. That, I mean, I, I think he had a good transfer window in the summer. But as I said earlier on in the show, if you look at the, the squad, it's predominantly the, the team it, it played last season. So they've certainly learned for the mistakes. And as you say, listen, winning breeds confidence. And you can see there's a clear confidence um, about this Rangers team at this moment in time great to watch um, and long may it continue and I think he's learning as well I mean you yeah. know Stephen Gerrard is is developing game by game month by month uh, uh, as a manager uh, and you can see that uh, he's the mistakes he's made he, he learns from and uh, I mean you know he, d- he had a fantastic European record as a player he's now got it as a manager um, and he's got Rangers with their sights set on that title and it's going to be difficult to stop them you would say even at this early stage of the season and Rob that's a yep. big part of the, the energy the spur because they haven't won anything yet he hasn't won as a manager no. and that must for a, a serial winner he must be desperate to get silverware yeah I mean he, he he hardly went a couple of months as a player without winning a trophy far less a couple of years so um, yeah I mean he, he def- desperately wants to to get some sort of tangible reward to the to the, to the football Rangers are playing now and the, and the massive progress they've made over two and a half years Craig. yeah but that would be the driving determination yeah. um, they, they made they, they were in pole position last year if you mm-hmm. think about it after the, yep. the, the the old fun game just after Christmas um, they had a great result there and then it, it went wayward after the, the, the Dubai trip so I think as Rob said and I think he's bang on with that I think they've learned as a squad and as a management team the, the mistakes they made and I don't see that the, the same mistakes happening this season definitely there's a different mindset about them and as you said a lot of us are speaking about we're worried about in case we lost the players the manager as well I think a lot yeah. of clubs will be looking and yeah. seeing how well he's done um, not just domestically but also in Europe I think, I think it's a big team operation off the pitch as well mm-hmm. with Gary McAllister Michael Beale um, you know that 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 there's a real togetherness you see they celebrate together Rangers successes don't they uh, it's as much a team off the pitch I think as it is on and, and these sort of things shine through I guess when things are going well and they couldn't be going much better for Rangers at the moment Craig yep. Yep. is there anything worrying you Craig anything else you want to say um, there's nothing really worrying me. Um, I mean, I know, I think, you know, you'll probably find a, a lot of Celtic fans thinking that they're back now because they got their win yesterday. I'm not totally convinced with that, but I, I do agree with what Barry said a while ago, but you know, you've got to still stay humble. There's a long way to go and anything can happen. There seems to be, you know, right now the league seems to be looking very good. For me, there is a clear path to silverware this season and that they should win the League Cup. The biggest threat in that would be Habs. How far we go in Europe? Actually, I don't know how far I want us to go because mm. it can cost you. I mean, yeah. Barry will know because you were in the team in 2008. Yeah. Getting to the UEFA Cup final was great, but arguably it cost us the league that season. So, you know, these kind of things are, are the things that I'm sure Gerard will be weighing that up with the squad we've got, though, anyway. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I'd mentioned that to the guys. It's what once you get after Christmas mm-hmm. and you get into February. You've said that all yeah, along. The, the yep. Scottish Cup is obviously starting up, the League Cup. Rangers are obviously in a league title chase um, that's when it becomes um, a problem but now I'm not as convinced when I see him making that 
amount of changes now that he done last night and he clearly does it after European nights going into the, the games on a Sunday. Um, I'm more and more confident, I've got, sorry, more and more confidence in this squad of players than I ever have and I think this is the strongest squad yeah. in terms of quality that, that, that the manager's had. Craig, scoreline for Sunday. Um, I'll take 4-0 Rangers <laughs> Just the 4 Yeah, Chris Burke went 2 or 3-0 last night for Rangers uh, and hey he was right on the 2-0 Thanks very much The Bull Radio Football Show Let's go Thanks to Chris for the travel all this week here in the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Thanks for making the switch. We're on every night, Monday to Friday, on Glasgow's own Go Radio. You can email us. You can come on the socials at Go Football Show. You can text us. Text GO plus your message to 87474 or you can call us on that number that we all now know, Barry, so well, 0808 17 17 700. It's the former Rangers and Scotland captain, Barry Ferguson, Scotland's top commentator, Rob McLean, here in the studio, and, uh, and me, Paul Cooney. So that's, <laughs> that's our lot tonight, Rob. Yeah. Master of ceremonies. Oh, hey. Coming up next, we've got Michael, a Celtic fan, on the line. Michael, good evening. Good evening, how's it going? Yeah, we're fine, thanks you. You'll be a bit happier after last night's performance and win. Yeah, it was the first time in a while I've watched Celtic and actually enjoyed watching them. Um, just even the way that sort of they approached the game, the, the players, they, they just it seemed like a different a different team. They were pressing the ball. They they just uh, sort of, it's almost like they understood what they were trying to do. Um, and they weren't given Lee time on the ball. Um, so outstanding player, outstanding performances from Tumbrell and Zorro, and even even Henderson when he came on, he he showed yeah. a great. Like I seen him a few times last year, and he uh, sort of give he come on a bit of a poison chalice coming on replacing Frimpong, who is arguably one of our best players this season, yep. and he. I know Lennon changed that they afford the back sort of in the second half they accommodated him and moved there right to the right but I thought he he done what he done really well for coming into a, a game with such high pressure. What what were you thinking, Michael, when you saw the team when the when the team was announced? What did you think would happen compared with what actually did happen? I was I was hoping that that it was going to be a catalyst for a change in performance. Uh, everyone's been calling out to see Turnbull play because we've been getting cameos and I know Lennon said after that he was still struggling coming back from COVID and stuff but I don't I don't know I think Lennon has sort of put himself in a position where he felt that he couldn't I don't like saying drop players but he, he, he was going with those players that he experienced players that he was, he was keeping in the team and then it's got to the point where the results were coming bad and if he was to drop any of those players then it was going to be a big sort of, there was going to be a big shout about, oh, he's dropped players or even Scott Brown, dropping Scott Brown. It's, it's They're trying to scapegoat the, the, those individual players. I yeah. think he's going to sort of, he's walking a bit of a tightrope. So what do you do if, what was your fellow countryman, what would you say to Neil Lennon for the team for Sunday, for Kilmarnock? Uh, well, it, it's I think, I, I do think that he won't start with Brown. I think, I think what he'll do is he'll, put, he'll bring Zorro in and keep him in and bring Brown on about the 60th minute. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he has to go with Turnbull. Turnbull, the, his his game yesterday, was it, he's just put himself in contention. I don't think he can really take it away. I mean, I think he'll he'll, he'll drop Rodgix and keep uh, Christie in the, in the team. Well, not keep him in the team, play him again. Yeah. 
Um, the only the only other thing was the Frimpong injury, and I heard him say today that he was that he's okay to play. So hopefully, hopefully that sort of he's okay. It's coming back and playing. So yep, here he is on Frimpong. He's all right. Yeah, I mean he just got caught on the back of the ankle. He also got a, a sore one earlier on when he collided into the barrier, but. Um, He's fine, you know, and he should be available for Sunday. So, Barry, do you agree with uh, Michael about the changes that he would keep these players on from the start, have them from the beginning, Sorrow, Turnbull? Well, they're certainly impressed. Yep. So I, I don't see any reason why um, Neil would feel the need to, to go no. and change he's got, back. He's got to keep it simple, hasn't he? He, he has, and as I said, that there's been a clamour for a number of months now about Turnbull and... He turned up last night, he was fantastic, he was the, the top performer for Celtic and now this is the time for him to go and make his name. I, I, I said it at the start, I thought it was a fantastic signing. Um, he's got all the attributes to be a top player and to be a top player for Celtic for the next 10 or so seasons. So I don't think he'll make a lot of changes, I think he'll go with probably that that middle three were really impressive for Celtic, yeah. Callum McGregor, Sorrow and, and Turnbull and now maybe it's time for Callum McGregor to take that responsibility on his shoulders of uh, leading the, the, the Celtic team. I'd keep Conor Hazard in goals as well. I mean, I, I, yeah. I liked his body language. I mean, last night, I think he looked a, looked a confident keeper and neither Bain nor Barkas has set the header alight this season. So again, I, I don't really think there's a decision to make there. I don't, I don't think there's any reason to take Hazard out of the team. No, I, I, again, I think if you ask any Celtic uh, fan that watched it last night, he was... He was cool, calm and collected for a... He's no young, he's 22, but he's not had a lot of first-team experience at Celtic. So I thought he handled the, the occasion ever so well. And I, I'm with you, Rob. I, I probably... I would be surprised if he went for, for Baynard Bar- Barkas and, and, instead of um, Hazard. Michael, quick questions then. Would you stay with uh, Connor Hazard? I think so. I think okay. I think you have to give him a chance. I don't think, as as Barry said, I don't yep. think that either um, Barkas or Bain have really put in those performances no. that we've seen last season from uh, Fraser Foster. I, I just think that yep. I think uh, even Hazard's distribution yesterday, mm-hmm. and we we do try and play out from the back as as much as you you're a bit scared whenever some of our centre backs are getting on the ball sure. like uh, this season but All right. um, I think yeah. I so think, do you think Celtic have to win and will they win? I think they will win mm-hmm. I think yeah and I think they have to win I think it gets to that point where I think we've previously said that I think Levin's job was on the line a couple of weeks ago and It was indeed What's your score line Michael? What do you reckon? I think I think it will be 3-1 to Celtic 3-1 no uh, clean sheet, Rob. It's been impossible. But to get yeah. the win, it doesn't matter how no, they need no. to win. What do you think then? What's your prediction? Yeah, I, th- I think Celtic uh, will win. I think I think last night was the was the turning of a corner for them. I would stick with the same team. I, I, do we reckon Frimpong is available then, yes. despite yeah. the fears yes. about him? So yeah, yeah, yeah. so if if he's ready to go and everyone else is as well, I, I would just go with the same team and uh, look for that energy again that that uh, that was in that performance last night. There was a real zip about Celtic, which has been lacking, Barry. Yeah, but that's what we became to expect a Celtic team. Yep. The energy, um, and, and the, that came last night with the, the amount of changes. And I also think it was people want to go and prove a point to to the manager and say, "Listen, I'm here. I'm yep. available. I want to be playing." Um, so, and another performer last night, Shane Duffy. That's probably the yep. mm-hmm. the best that I've seen him. As I said plenty of times again, you don't become a bad player overnight. So maybe that's him getting through that initial sticky patch. And now he'll um, go and show the Celtic fans how good a centre half he is. What's your scoreline, Barry? I'm going to go for a 
Two 0 Celtic. Two 0 Celtic. Yes. Yeah, I was going to go for. I was going to yep. go for two okay. as well. We'll come to Celtic in a moment, but let's go via uh, the Dramocter Pass. Let's go to. I know it's not Aberdeen Ross County. Barry, what do you reckon? Aberdeen without Lewis Ferguson after the red card last weekend. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a record of bad discipline in the family. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, he'll, he'll be disappointed because he's missed a few games with I, the COVID situation. But no, I, I think Aberdeen will be will be too too strong. I think Ross County will make it tough. But Aberdeen to win two one. Yeah, Aberdeen have got a big incentive. They go level on points with Celtic if they win that one tomorrow mm-hmm. for 24 hours at least. So um, I reckon Aberdeen 2-1. And Rob Hamilton against Hibs. Hamilton against Hibs. I mean, Hamilton confound us yeah. you know, all the time in terms of predictions. But I think um, I think Hibs are, are maybe entering a decent spell at the moment. I think Hibs will win that by two goals to nil. Barry? Yes, I'm going to go with Hibs because they were good enough to, to loan me out one of their, their young <laughs> staff. Who did you get? A, a young yeah. kid, uh, Ryan Shanley. I've, I've kept my eye on him for a number of months. I think he's got the potential to be a future Hibs player. So, great for um, Hibs were, were great in giving him, um, yep. giving uh, the boy to us to give him a bit of game time. So, yep. no, but Hibs had a good result last week against Munno and I think they'll continue that at Hamilton. So, Barry, what about Motherwell against St Mirren? I think Mother will bounce back after the disappointment result against Hibs so I'm, I'm going to go it's going to be a tight encounter this but I'll, I think Mother will just edge it 1-0 I've seen St Mirren the last couple of weekends quite taken with them some of the players that, that Jim Goodwin's brought in I think they will get something out of that game 1-1 and St Johnson against Livingston <sighs> Yeah, we'd uh, Ryan on, didn't we? St yeah. Johnston fan a wee while ago. I'm just playing for time, obviously. Uh, St <laughs> yeah. Johnston against Livingston, who had a good win last weekend. And that's another draw for me, 1 1. Who's yeah. going to be the manager at Livingston? Is it going to be David Martindale or. Could David be David Hopkins? David Hopkins, yeah, he's yeah. now on the market again, having yeah. left Morton. Yeah. Um, so it wouldn't be the strangest of situations if he was to go back. Barry St Johnston, Livingston, your scoreline? Yeah, I've got to agree with Rob. I think it's, getting, oh, it's yeah. got a draw written all over the top of it. Right, okay. And uh, on Sunday, uh, can I mention the women's football on Sunday because uh, Glasgow City top of the table against Rangers women and Motherwell against Celtic. So it's first versus second. Glasgow City just beaten 2-1 Sparta Prague on Wednesday. Uh, We had Leanne at the start of the week, but uh, chance for them in the return leg. So the other big one, 12 o'clock on Sunday, Dundee United Rangers. Will Rangers go 16 points clear? Yes, I I, I can't see past... Rangers, I, th- I think um, it'll make a few changes again. So I think a convincing 3 0 win for, for Rangers. I'm sort of laughing at the headline there. Barry Ferguson says, I can't see past Rangers, but I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Getting that result, yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. Of course. Rob. I, th- I, f- I, yeah. fancied, I fancied Dundee United to get a goal in the game. I think they've got enough up front that uh, I can see McNulty or Clark or Shanklin getting a goal, but 3 1 Rangers for me. It's been a big week, hasn't it, Barry? It's. Uh, you know we're well into the season now. Big weekend for Celtic, getting that win last night, and I wonder how crucial that will be for them. Yeah, I, I think Neil Lennon will know how crucial a win um, I'll do for them. Their, their, their confidence. They, they, they need to go and win the game. They can't fall any further behind um, Rangers, and and that I think that will be one of his easiest team talks on Sunday. Neil Lennon. Yeah, they've got to take a lot of belief out of what happened last night. That was uh, that was a victory against a, a Lille side who've got some really top French teams below them in the league at the moment. They had plenty to play for last night as well um, because they ended up not winning not winning the group. So it wasn't as if it was a dead rubber for them. Nope. It was a terrific win for Celtic and I think they'll kick on on Sunday. Do you know what's coming up next? Stevie Lennon, we love it on a Friday night, he's coming live from the Radisson Red down by the Clyde. So that's going to be amazing. That's coming up. It's a five-hour special. 
special tonight. Looking yeah, forward to just it. Just a pity we can't go and I know. And watch them. But have we a will. Of, We're out of lockdown. Indeed, That's of it from us. Good night. The Bull Radio Football Show. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk.